Friendship with Animals, where we believe we all do better when all creatures do better. I'm Janet Roper, and each week I share stories and suggestions with you on how to deepen your relationship with animals, moving you from ownership to true kinship, one animal at a time. This podcast is brand new, and your help getting it off the ground is much appreciated. If you enjoy this podcast and find my work helpful, if you have been inspired or informed, or have discovered your world has opened to new possibilities because of this podcast, consider supporting my work by making a financial contribution or shopping my wish list. You will find those links at JanetRoper.com, and also for your convenience, you will find the links on the show page. Your support helps this podcast grow and makes my work sustainable. I can't do it without you, and I'm grateful for any way you decide to show your support. Do you ever get stuck in knowing how to be with animals? I don't mean doing for them. For example, taking care of them, making sure they get enough exercise, that they have enough food that they hopefully like, or doing the best that you can with their medical care, so on and so forth. That's not what I mean at all. I mean, how do you be with an animal without your mind jumping to the shoulds, the what ifs, and the comparisons to other people and the lives they have with their animals? Another way to put this is how to simply be with animals minus the perfectionistic lens we humans are so good at using. I don't know, maybe this is a Janet thing and I'm the exception to the rule as to how folks can simply be with animals without that constant inner dialogue going on. But somehow, I don't think so. With my 20 plus years of experience facilitating true kinship between people and animals, I have worked with and witnessed others who struggle simply being with animals. I truly think this is more common than not. While people may experience to differing degrees doing as the same as being, and it may come and go, I see this as a common occurrence when it comes to humans and how we relate with animals. I was pondering this the other day when I was busy not being with my cat Raven. Raven was content and relaxed, simply being with me without projecting any wants or needs, comfortable in his own body and in his own place in our apartment at that moment in time. I was thinking how much I want him to be happy with me and appreciate our life together. I know I want to make life as easy and safe for him as possible. I want him to be happy and content in a container called air quotes, life is so good and it can't get any better than my life with Janet and tie it up with a beautiful red bow. Wouldn't life be just ever so perfect if it always worked out like that? Then I had this sudden realization like a light bulb going on. That's not realistic. That's an illusion that points the spotlight on me and what I want, what I think our life together should be. It leaves Raven's wants and needs out of the picture and assumes that what I want is also what Raven wants. What I had done was to treat Raven as an extension of myself by ignoring his agency, his own wants and desires, authority and wisdom. 
That, folks, is power over animals instead of relationship with animals. It's a perfect example of living your relationship with your animal pals and animals in general from an egocentric lens rather than an ecocentric one. But it's so insidious how that sneaks in on us, right? Here I was thinking I was doing the best I could for Raven, having his best interest at heart, and at the same time, I was denying his agency. It's very fair to say that that was a really big wake-up call for me. Where did that come from? In part, from social media. The unconscious, that's, that's what everyone is doing, had seeped into my mind as the way things were supposed to be, the right way to be in relationship with your animal family. In part, from old childhood baggage. Everything had to be perfect, done a certain way, and in a certain manner. I lived under that suffocating lens, what will the neighbors think? It's hard to express yourself and live your own life from your own values when the what will the neighbors think is stamped into your very being. Seeing Raven as an extension of myself and ignoring his agency told me I was using the egocentric lens to view our relationship. That lens originates in colonized settler culture, which puts humans at the center of the universe and sees animals as second-class citizens. Using that lens denies animals their agency and leaves no room for true kinship. In the book, Bird by Bird, Some Instructions on Writing and Life, author Annie Lamott says, perfectionism is the voice of the oppressor, the enemy of the people. And you know what, folks? To me, that quote says it so well. Perfectionism doesn't lead to a flowing, organic, life-is-so-good container. It leads to a conditional, life-is-so-good container if the following circumstances occur in the following way and if I am able to control them in the perfect way, i.e., for example, like the neighbors do. When you are consumed by being perfect, it's easy for the focus to be on mistakes and inadequacies, both your own and others. When you show up as an authentic self, that is deemed in the colonized system as not enough. Through the perfectionistic lens, you're sure things could have gone better, someone worthier would have handled it differently with an improved result, and there's always someone who knows better than you do. And that's an exhausting place to be, for sure. But you know what? You haven't failed. It's the colonized system that so staunchly pushes perfectionism as the way to be that has failed you. So let's take a short break, and when we return, I'll share a story about Raven using his own agency. thank you to those who have contributed to the growth of this podcast. Your support, whether financially, liking, sharing, or leaving a comment, translates into appreciation of the work I do and how it shows up in the world. This helps me accept the fullness of my dream of true kinship with animals and acknowledges you as a kindred spirit on that dream. I'm asking you to continue helping me as I carry on sharing this dream with the world at large. If you have ever found my work helpful, If this podcast has inspired or informed you or expanded possibilities in your world, now is the time to help the True Kinship with Animals dream continue to unfold into reality. 
making a financial contribution, shopping my wish list, sharing, liking, or leaving a comment on the show page are deeply appreciated ways to show your continued support. For your convenience, the link to make a financial contribution supporting this podcast can be found on the show page or go to my website, JanetRoper.com, and up at the top, you will see support my work. Thank you for everything that you do. Thanks for tuning in and listening to this podcast. If you're a first-time listener, glad to have you here. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. If this podcast speaks to you or has helped you in any way, please be sure to share it with others. Now, before I share another Raven story with you, I want to let you know that Happy You Day, which has also been called Mother's Day, those gift certificates for a one-to-one session with me are available. They start at $10, 10 United States dollars, and let your birthing parent hear for themselves what their animal pal wants them to know. It's a loving, thoughtful, and unique gift that will be long remembered and appreciated. Visit JanetRoper.com to purchase a gift certificate or more, or see the link on the show page. On to another Raven story, one where I have stepped aside more than once and witnessed him using his own agency. Raven joined the Roper family 14 years ago, and during that time, we have had five major moves. Raven doesn't like to move, and with every single one, he has most emphatically expressed the opinion, I don't want to be there. I want to stay here. And for me, it's really nerve-wracking when that happens. With each move, we have had the conversation about what it might look like if he decides to not move with us, who will care for him, what life might be like with a new family, how he would have to make major adjustments to that family, and the real possibility that he could end up in the Humane Society or in a shelter. And then the decision is left to him. The hurry up and wait time while Raven is making his decision is distressing and gut-wrenching for me. With the last move, it was truly a last-minute call on his part, and I had already started acclimating myself and our dog, Max, that Raven might not be moving with us. I am beyond grateful each time he makes the decision to move with us. Witnessing Raven using his agency to make decisions that are authentically his strengthens our relationship, encourages me to be more like Raven when I grow up. Yet no matter how many more times we might go through this, I'm sure my distress and those gut-wrenching feelings won't disappear. When you find yourself operating from the colonized, sanctioned, perfectionistic lens, here is a suggestion that may help. Acknowledge the lens for what it is, a colonized settler thinking whose purpose is to create division and foster the ideas that animals are less than humans. Observe, don't judge. Ask yourself, Am I open to exploring different ways I can be with my animal pal as they are acting in their agency? There's no right or wrong answer to that question, and it's fair to say the answer won't always be the same. I hope this encourages you to discover places where you are unconsciously acting from the perfectionistic lens. When you begin to look at your relationship with animals differently, a new place of understanding begins to open up, helping you to move towards true kinship with them.
for joining me today. If you like what you have heard, you can support this podcast by making a financial contribution, leaving a comment, giving the show a like, a follow, and or a share. Your support of this podcast with a financial contribution or by shopping my wish list makes my work sustainable and encourages me to keep on going. You will find a link for that either on the show page or go to my website, JanetRoper.com, and up at the top, you will see the tab, Support My Work. Thank you for listening and keep moving towards true kinship for the animals. Just for today, remember, we all do better when all creatures do better. Until next week, take good care.